And bonjour all you gardening cats and gators. Welcome to Gardening with Cisco on August 3. So August already. I don't know where the heck this summer has gone. Listen, I'm going to introduce my guest right now, even though I'm going to say a few little notes. But in case you want to kick in on anything, <laughs> this is one of my favorite guests I ever have on the show. Nita Joe Roundtree. Uh, you name it, she does it. She writes all kinds of articles for the BBG, The Buzz, which is really, I always look forward to reading yours first. <laughs> she's on the board for the BBG. Uh, she's She's been president of NHS. You've done everything. You've you ran gigantic nurseries. <laughs> well, hello, Cisco. I love your introductions. <laughs> I never usually say anything about you. I just go, yes, Nina Joe. <laughs> well, I love hearing it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. Thanks for coming on the show. We're going to tell you about some really, really special things coming up. This one means a lot to me. So, <laughs> But uh, before we do that, I want to just uh, quick say hi to a few people I saw this week. So I want to say hi to the folks that came on the Arthur Lee Jacobson tour of the me- medicinal garden at UW. Because Is that I- like medicinal? Medicinal. I knew I was <laughs> going to mess that word up. <laughs> but uh, he led this tour of that garden. And uh, I don't know exactly how people find out about all the tours he does. I get emails about it. So he probably has a website, and I'll start looking into that so I can tell people his tours are fantastic. Really? Oh, my gosh. He knew everything about every herb in that garden, and he knows he knows every tree and uh, you, you know, So he, and you learn new things about him you never knew before. Wow. He's, he's just incredible. He's funny. He has great stories like he – we were looking at these trees that are some of Dan Hinckley's favorite – so they planted them in front of the biology department there, you know. and uh, But they were kind of not that cool-looking trees. And don't ask me what they were because I had no <laughs> idea. I've never seen one before. And uh, Arthur said, well, it's all subjective and it's something he really loves. And he collected it in China. And he goes, there's – and, you know, and so – so somebody was, who's going to put that tree in their garden? And he goes, what are, are kind of odd people that just collect rare plants? And he's, everybody's well, looking I'm, at me. I'm looking at one. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. So, yes, you are one right there, too. But uh, So uh, that was fun. If you could, I know that Arthur's going to lead uh, the same tour for uh, Plant Amnesty in the fall. Oh. So before it happens, I'm going to announce it and everything. But I'm telling everybody now, sign up for that because it's going to be a limited amount of people. Yeah. And, uh, oh, my gosh, it's so good. You'll you'll just love it. I so bet. It's really cool. So um, we didn't just do the garden. We went out and saw a lot of UW, too. So it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Some pretty rare plants and others I knew well but learned something new about. So pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, all right, let me see. Um, okay, I just want to let everybody to know, next Saturday, August 10th, at 2 p.m., I'm going to be at the Grange in Issaquah. That's one of my favorite talks. They let me give away some really cool plants. And a uh, nice big crowd comes there, and uh, it's it's uh, quite fun. So uh, looking forward to seeing you a lot of there next Saturday, 2 p.m., 
And uh, Sunday, August 18th, just uh, heads up, I'll be at the Auburn Farmer's Market. And that'll be that's Sunday, and I'll be there at noon. So I'm looking forward to that. Just letting you know, I'll be on New Day Monday at 11 o'clock on King 5, and I'm talking about uh, my favorite crocosmias. Oh. So there's so many cool ones. There are. The problem is now i got to cut a bunch of the branches off so I can show them on TV. I hate that. Well, you can have some of mine. I have an overabundance. You do have you have a lot of them. Well, I have quite a few myself, so this will be interesting. I'm, but Mary will be watching out the window to make sure I don't go near her side of the garden. So, uh, Let's see. There's just a couple other things I wanted to remind you of, and that is that the uh, Ballard Pea Patch uh, Art in the Garden uh, is going on right now as we speak, and it'll go till five o'clock today. And they have a lot of great artists there, a lot of fun. They got a good um, uh, little beer hall there, you know, a beer tent. <laughs> you always need that. And um, so, and uh, as I mentioned on the show last week, the Ballard Pea Patch is uh, up for grabs. The church that owns it has been kind to them, let them stay there forever for a dollar a year. The church is having major repairs done, and they have to sell the property. Oh. So they, the Pea Patch has got to raise $1.8 bucks. Wow. So, uh, but everybody, if you vote for Proposition 1, it's uh, it's something where uh, it's allowing the city to buy property. So... um. We'll all be taxed a little, but then uh, there's a good chance that they'll fork out some of the money that's needed, so that could really help. Well, that so, sounds like a good cause. Yep. So there's a link right on the front page of Cisco.com. You can go there and find out how to help to save that pea patch. whole bunch of them are in danger now because of all the, you know, the cost of land and everything. Right. Uh, most of those pea patches are not owned by the pea patch, oh. so it's big trouble. Mm. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. And uh, let's see if I have any other announcements that I need to say. I just want to say that the Meet the Board Tour uh, for Northwest Horticultural Society is going August 10th from noon to 5, but you got to become a member or you don't get to go. So you want to become a member of NHS. It's a great, great organization. I just signed up on the board for another three years, <laughs> even though I didn't know I was on the board the last three, but that's all right. <laughs> and uh, hey, one last thing, the Fuchsia Show and Plant Sale, that's a big one. It's going uh, August 10th. We should get together and go to oh, that we sucker. should. It's a Saturday, though, but it goes till 5. It's at the Renew Covenant Church. That's at 2721 164th Street in Linwood. So uh, that's next Saturday, a chance to get some really great fuchsias. That one, Miss uh, uh, Lady, Lady Boothby. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's huge. It's getting so big. The problem is trying to stake that guy up. I'm going to have to put something to really hold it up. If you have the room in front of it, it's it really makes a nice arch. Ooh, that's over. A, that would be cool. The problem is I have plants planted in front of it, <laughs> and it would smother those plants, but I let it arch anyway. What are you going to do? Yeah, the only problem where I put mine, people really do like walking on the sidewalk instead of <laughs> three feet out of the way. Oh. 
So, oh, la, la. Yeah. Let them go but, around. Uh, I'm with you. <laughs> but, oh, the flowers are so cool. And the hummingbirds are nuts for that sucker. Yes. Oh, uh, I've been watching it in my backyard. They're blooming right now, and the hummingbirds are on that all the time. And there are lilies next to it, and they're going for the lilies, too. I didn't, yeah. know, I didn't know they liked lilies. I've been noticing them going to lilies, too. And it's strange where they, they put their little beak kind of almost in the side. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. It is. Have you had those hummingbirds just coming right up to you lately? They just stand, they're flying right in front of your nose, yes, you know? Yes, yes. I amazing. love it. I love it. Oh, it's so fun. It is. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, listen, I think we're going to start with a break. Then we come back, we're going to tell you about a lecture with the by far best-looking, most buff <laughs> and intelligent TV and radio gardener there is in uh the whole world. So, hey, we'll be right back. 97.3 Cairo FM. Welcome back. Okay, so uh, I'm giving a talk, and I want everybody listening at that talk. (laughs) Uh, So it's the annual members-only lecture I've seen that it's now called. Yeah, it's it's a (laughs) members-only lecture, so you have to be a member to come and hear Cisco talk about his favorite plants. (laughs) So these are some really cool plants I'm going to give away. And I have a list. So I have about 8,900,000 plants. Okay. Well, before you talk about the plants, let's tell people how they can come. Yeah, yeah. All right. So it's it only costs $5, but you have to be a member of the Bellevue Botanical Garden in order to come. But memberships only cost $35. And it's worth it because you – since you've been in charge of organizing the talks, the talks have been so good. We really have a great lecture spe- uh, series. You do. Oh, my but, God. But in addition to that, and you get a discount to come to the lectures by being a member, but in addition to that, the best thing is you are supporting one of the few public gardens that's open free to the public 365 days a and, year. And what a garden. It's Five acres of pure heaven. No, 55 acres. <laughs> that's a slight difference. That's just, that's I, just for me. <laughs> I knew there was a five in there somewhere. <laughs> but you get discounts on classes, too. You get free. Am- At the Trillium store, which is you really good. You get a discount good. there, right? And you get a discount at participating partner nurseries and garden centers. Free admission for one for an individual membership to Garden Delights, which oh, is every which year. Is so fun! And you mentioned earlier the the quarterly newsletter, the Buzz, which, which now you are writing an article <laughs> every issue. So it's really it's good newsletter. I mean, it is it's and really it's, top of the line. Yeah, thank you, uh, and. You're part of what makes it top, top of the line. Or not. No. <laughs> but uh, it's so worthwhile. So your lecture, which I'm so excited about, I can I hardly wait, is Tuesday at 7 p.m. 
but you want to come a little bit early because you get free wine and snacks. Drink lots of wine. You'll like my stories a lot better that way. (laughs) We'll have plenty of wine, (laughs) but but you have to be a member. Yeah. And you can go to our website, and I think there's a link. Link right on the front page of Cisco.com to the Bellevue Botanical Garden. You link on that, and there's one if you link on one, it gets you right to the Bellevue Botanical Garden. You can learn, see how to get a membership real yeah. quick and easy. And then you can you can sign up for the lecture right on our website. Yeah. And then uh, there's a link to the uh, members-only lecture. Got a link to Arts in the Garden that's coming up that is so fun. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you're going to be there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be leading a tour. So anybody wants to come on the tour to garden and see the artists, too. Yeah, the only problem is I keep uh, stopping to buy art. <laughs> How <laughs> well, much more art can I put in this garden? <laughs> well, that's going to be Saturday, August 24th, that you're there at 2 p.m. Yep. And then it's also August 25th, and we have the Garden Pub, and it's going to be open longer this Oh, good. Five. I always get done too late, and then the pub's closed. <laughs> well, Are, you Are should... you bartending this year? No, my, my part my license expired. You have to have oh, a bartending license, oh. and my license expired, so I'm off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> oh darn! You really wanted to renew it, but you didn't get a chance. <laughs> well, you have to go through the whole test. Yeah, do a thing. test. Oh my gosh! I mean, you can do it online, but it took five hours. You're kidding me! To go through that. I, if I had known that when I started, I would have. not have started. Oh, my God. But by the time you're into it, you think, well, surely I'm about finished. Surely it's about there. <laughs> you know, you have to take all these tests oh, after la, each la, section. La, la. Well, then we'll just have to go have a I'll wine just, together. I'll have to have a drink with you. Yeah, we'll have Randy over there, too. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds really great. So this talk I'm going to give is going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to be giving away really cool plants. I got a whole bunch. And uh, one is that hydrangea, one of the two, because you're the hydrangea queen. I love you're hydrangeas. You're the, the rose queen first. But right <laughs> behind that, you're the hydrangea queen. And so I wrote you and said, hey, I'm looking for a really cool hydrangea. It doesn't get too big. And one of the ones you told me was Miss Seori. Oh, that's my favorite. One of my favorites. Oh, boy. It's got that, beautiful foliage. It does. Bur- uh, burgundy kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah. Doesn't foliage. get too big? No, it's very small. And it's, uh, it's probably not. It's mine. I've had mine for three years now, and it's not even three feet high. Woo-hoo, that's just what I want. It's perfect for containers, too. Oh, yeah. And Sh- that where did you find that? I got it at Swanson's of all luck. Oh, did you? And they gave me so, so I got to give two big uh, things. So, um, uh, Wells Medina, I was telling you the story, but yeah. so I told them I need to get really cool plants. I'm going to give away, you know. So uh, they walked around and I found a lot of really neat plants there, including an Arctostophilus ghostly with oh, white foliage. Wow. It's a manzanita for those that don't know. This is a plant that likes really dry conditions. Yeah. They flower in the winter for the hummingbirds. Well, I need, and I didn't buy one for me. I got one. Mary saw it. She goes, you got to get me one. I go, they only got one left. She goes, call them up right now. <laughs> so put that to the side. So I did. Did you? Yeah. But somebody's going to win that at the uh, 
at my talk. Gosh, do I qualify? <laughs> no, you don't qualify. Oh, no. No way. I'm wa- no if fair. I see you raise your hand, you're not going to get it. <laughs> but to win these cool plants, people have got to uh, solve my tough, tough garden stumper questions. Yeah. They are so hard. They throw pizzy, uh, people into tizzies of nervous anxiety. Yeah. It's you give them a, a, a multiple choice question. Yep, yep. Of three choices. And they only get three tries on those. I've noticed that. <laughs> Uh, this is going to be so fun. Well, this is just an amazing thing. You get you sign up to be a member of the Bellevue Botanical Garden. You sign up and come to Cisco's lecture for $5, and you can you have a chance to win amazing plants. And you'll learn all about the plants, too, how to take care of them, you know, the whole 99 yards. So, you know, it'll be – I think it'll be a pretty fun talk. Oh, I know it will. I can't wait. And I am going to give away a, one – Gardening with Cisco T-shirt. I only give away one at every talk, and I'm starting to run low, and this is the third series. So um, they're you know, so clever. This is the I best love those one yet of all of them. So, uh, <laughs> so if you're lucky enough to get one of these, this will be a, a total um, collector's item. You know, there's one woman that. Uh, Way early in my, uh, years ago, when uh, Megan and I started doing gardening with Cisco, uh, the uh, company that was paying for the show had T-shirts made, and they were pretty good. And uh, most of those are gone now. But uh, one woman got one at an event I did. She shows up, and I have to sign in at every event I do. But she's wearing it, and there is nowhere I can sign that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she better get a new T-shirt. She's gonna have to get. Maybe she'll be there with one. And I'm gonna give away one of my books too. So, oh uh, wow, yeah. So that'll be cool. Very so, cool. But uh, plants are really cool. Um, so, uh, but listen, we'll we'll talk more because I want to tell about the a tour you're leading today, English oh, Isles. Too. Oh, thank so, you. All right. So, listen, we'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, Alex's going to come in and give you the local news, and then we'll be back on 97.3 Cairo FM. Got to push the button there. So my guest is Nita Joe Roundtree, and uh, she's a garden writer and speaker, writer of all kinds of things, and here today, and uh, leading a tour to the English Isles. Yes, it is so exciting. It's a small boat tour, so there's only going to be about 150 passengers, and then our group is going to be maybe 20 or 25 people. Actually, we only have two slots left. Oh, wow. So, on the tour. So cats. you can sign up right away. But we're going along the southern coast of England, and we'll be stopping at every port. We'll see a garden. Oh, boy. And one of the gardens we're going to see is Great Dixter, which oh, is yeah. one of the most fabulous gardens in the world. And we I'm just had Fergus Garrett here. Wasn't that fun? It, he oh. would, it, that was just the best lecture. So nice to see him again. And he's going to do something special for our group Oh boy! When you we know, get there. You know, the first time I ever led a tour to England, he was our guide. He... 
That would be quite a treat. Oh, that was a treat and a half. It was so funny and so fun. It was just fantastic. So you can get information on the Bellevue Botanical Garden website. It takes place from May 5th to the 13th next year. Wow. So that's going to be that's going to be a fun one and it's almost full, so you there's only two spots. Yes. So And I'm going to be the host. Sign up. So I'm going to have to give a couple of lectures, gardening lectures, on board the ship. Wow. See, I tried to do that on board a ship, but it was wavy. <laughs> I, I didn't do too good. I had to lay down in between sentences. <laughs> well, but, we, uh, we're not going to be too far offshore. Yeah, these new boats we're... don't rock. I was, uh, the boat I was on, it was its last journey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a long story. Well, this is a brand new ship. In fact, it's going to have its maiden voyage this year. Wow, boy, that'll be good. And it has 150 passengers and a crew of 111. Wow, so it's almost one on <laughs> oh, one. Geez. Oh, jeez, <laughs> we are going to be. You're going to so... have someone fanning <laughs> you if it's too hot out while you're sunbathing. We you. are going to be so pampered. There's two bands <laughs> uh, that are going to be on board. Wow, I can it's... imagine the food's going to be incredible too. Well, it's a French cruise line. Oh, jeez. So it's French Ooh. chefs on board two restaurants. <laughs> Try the brains and gizzards; they're really good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, took away my uh, lunchtime uh, appetite. <laughs> actually, that happened to me in Germany. I ordered human machen or something. I thought it was chicken, but it was chicken gizzards, this gigantic. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. Hope you and, weren't hungry. Oh, and the thing was that the <laughs> chef brought it out himself. He oh, was so dear. proud of it. Mary and I are turning green. Oh, la, la. <laughs> Hey, I should tell you folks, you can get in on this conversation. So one triple eight nine seven three Cairo, one triple eight nine seven three five four seven six. So if you want to call in and ask any questions about your plant, what you should plant, any problem you're having, uh with Nita Joe here, there's absolutely no humanly possible way that I'm gonna get stumped. <laughs> At all. So, uh, well, you never get stumped, Cisco. Oh, what now and then? <laughs> but I do throw Brussels sprouts at anyone who does stump me. So people are scared to ask too hard a question, you know. <laughs> so hey, I just got to ask you one thing. Do you see the, um, the uh, Blue Angels come over at your house? They only came over one time I, years ago. Well, and sometimes not too long ago. They have flown right over my front porch low. You can see the numbers on the wings. It was so cool. And we used to go. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that fun? Out on on, uh, Lake Washington. I'm still calling it Lake Lanier because I lived in Atlanta for so many years. (laughs) That's that's Uh, the lake there. uh, But I love the Blue Angels. Oh, me too. I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah, well, they moved them now. They're down farther south. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, and uh, but interestingly, when I worked at Seattle U, we used to go on top of the library building. We could see the faces of the pilots when oh. they were shooting oh, over. That is so I mean, cool. they had these things over their eyes, but oh my gosh, they came so close. I love that. Oh, that was I love that roar. Yes. One time Such when a, I, no. I went down with Mary in our canoe, and. Uh, they were coming so low in this one spot, so I was trying to get us in there. She's trying to get us out of there. 
Yeah, well, when we went out on the boat, remember, we'd always oh, try to boy. find the spot where they were going to be really low, right over the boat. That is the most fun. All right, we got a full call. We, <laughs> we better take this. All right. Okay, we're going to Rick first in uh, Wallingford. Hey, Rick, welcome to the show. Hello, Cisco. Hi. Okay. Listen, a few years ago, I put some golden bamboo in my backyard uh, put it into about a three-by-two-foot with uh, 18 inches of that heavy-duty plastic and about ah. an inch-and-a-half lip. But over the years, everything is built up in there, and it has escaped. It went over the wall, you might say. Yeah, that's what it and, does. <laughs> oh, boy. And it's so dense in there. What I'm thinking of doing this fall is cutting it really far back, all the way across, digging it out completely, and then cutting it up. And my question is, one, will that damage the bamboo? And nope. two, how tall should I leave it? Uh, you won't damage it. You will barely slow it. it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a funny story. At Seattle University, when I worked there, we had that false bamboo, that horrible junk. So I asked a student employee to go cut it down. And we had golden bamboo in this area, and it was real restricted. So it was a great – it had uh, concrete on both sides, although it occasionally came through the concrete. But uh, so, yeah. I, so I asked her to go cut it right to the ground. And, but it was the false bamboo I wanted her to cut, not the golden bamboo. Well, she looked at me funny, and I said, you know what bamboo looks like, false bamboo looks like. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I come by later. She – Left all the false bamboo, cut all the golden bamboo right to the ground. It came, it came back so fast you couldn't believe it. And cutting it up into chunks doesn't hurt it a bit. It does escape. Okay. I won't even park my car next to it. It would jump right into the car. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've given some away you know, over the years, dug some out and given away. But to I kind of like in the last few years and always. Yeah. Okay, great. But That's hey, exactly make sure Rick give it, it you yeah. know, you're going to need to give it more space if you can because it'll get so root bound. That's the one thing that can kill bamboo. If it gets so root bound okay. in something, eventually it starts to kind of kill itself because it just, the water can't even get into the root ball. Yeah. So that oh, would be the one that- thing. Yeah, that's not my problem yet, I have to say. It's going like toxic. Yeah, yeah, right, well, well. Thank you very much. All right, good luck, Rick. Thanks for the call. Thanks, man. All right, bye-bye. All right, we are going to take a break. When we come back, uh, I think Jan's up next. So, uh, we'll uh, Jan, we'll put you up in Bremerton. <clears throat> right back, 97.3 Cairo FM. understand Hey, we're already in the last section of the show. This show has flown. It has. Wow. So uh, we need another hour. uh, We do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, let's go to Bremerton. Jan, hi. Thanks for calling. Hi, Cisco. Um, I have a question about my hydrangea for your hydrangea queen there. Oh, Oh, Uh, good. (laughs) All right. Anyway, 
I have a hydrangea that I planted two years ago, almost two years ago, and this year it was totally covered. It was spectacular. I need to know, am I supposed to cut off the dead blossoms at the end of the season? You, there are some hydrangeas that the dead blossoms really look great all through the winter. I leave them on any of my hydrangeas. They turn brown, but, but they're kind of a whitish brown. So from mm-hmm. a distance, they look like they're still blooming. Well, isn't it true? Some people say they protect the buds underneath. Do you think that's true? I don't know. Actually, I do think that's true. I think that's a very good point because I had time early last fall to deadhead some of mine. that The blooms didn't look so great still. So I was trying to get things done, and so I deadheaded them. And you just want to cut down... You just want to cut below the bud, I mean, the, the bloom. You don't want to cut down far on the stem because you'll cut off next year's flower buds. Right, so, I don't want to do that. No. Oh. So you just cut down right below the flower. But, okay, but, but, but it's okay to leave it on if I want to. I, I think it's really better. Okay. I, the ones that I deadheaded early really got hit hard by our February ah, winter that we had okay. this year. My, oh, right. my Miss Sayori that you're going to give away at yep. your talk on Tuesday has one flower on it this year. Oh, la, la. Only one because it got damaged. It got damaged by the cold. By the cold. And if I had left those old blooms on, maybe I think it would have done a lot better. And uh, one thing, uh, Jan, so then you'll do your pruning in the spring, and that's when she'll deadhead those old flowers off and cut a few buds down. And that's a really okay. great time, too, because by then you'll see the bud swelling on the stem, and that's a really good clue of exactly where to cut just right above that bud. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good to know. I didn't even think about doing it in the spring. Yes, that's really a good time. Yeah, if you okay. prune them hard in the winter, you, you can get into trouble. Yeah, with so hydrangea. like late February, early March, you'll see those buds swelling on the stem. Uh-huh. That's The plant is telling you now. Oh. <laughs> that's right. Okay. And, and just one thing I do, and I, and I think you do this, Nia Joe, I thin my uh, hydrangeas out. I take about a third of the old Canes right to the ground, or where they come off mm-hmm. another one. Uh, I only do that if they if they're starting to get woody. Uh, you, usually, uh-huh. you don't have to do that. That's called renovation pruning, uh-huh. and so d- don't go Uh-oh. to the trouble to do that until <laughs> till you have to. You have to. they can become right. a quagmire of wood. Well, they you want to cut out the dead wood, and they always have a lot of dead wood in them. So you're thinning it out just by taking out the dead wood. Okay. So. You heard it from the queen. <laughs> I'm know. not even going to argue with that. <laughs> That's right. Okay, well, thank you so much. I've been wondering what I was supposed to do with it, so now I know. Well, oh, great, Jan. Thanks so much for calling. Yeah, thanks. Oh, you bet. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. All right, we're going to pop Joanne, because uh, we've got about, just about five minutes, Joanne. Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, hello. Hello, you're on. Okay, I've got mildew all over one of my dahlia plants, and I dealt with this last year with all my plants. What can I do? uh, So, uh, quick question. Is your dahlia in a pot? Yes. Yeah, I knew it. Dahlias hate pots. They're so hard to grow in pots. You can't water them enough. They get stressed out from lack of water. 
they get powdery mildew and a lot of plants. That's what causes it. Stress. Uh, stress. Yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. have, have you tried spraying with my my easy recipe? Two two teaspoons. No. Two teaspoons. You got a pencil? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Two teaspoons of baking soda, uh, a quart uh-huh. of water, and four drops of dish detergent. And you spray that on that dahlia. Now, if it's covered with mildew, it's not going to do much good. The thing's going to look like it's been through the washing machine. But if you catch it early and you do that, it totally cleans it off. Then you can water better, you know, and uh, bring them back. But uh, growing a dahlia in a pot, I think, is nuts unless it's a real dwarf one. What do you think? Yeah, I, know, I have about six of them in pots this year. Oh, la, la. Maybe oh. you should choose another plant for your pots. Yeah, because yeah, pl- I have begonias that I did it to, too, last year. Begonias? What, really? Are they in sun? Um, not much. Well, I've seen begonias that, like the uh, ever-blooming ones, uh, the, the um, what do you call it, tuberous, tuberous. begonias. They're the best yeah. plant I've ever They're seen. wonderful. But they get it if you don't water enough. I've seen it happen even in the shade. Yeah. So, so now, now next year, get begonias and pl- give them plenty of water. Give them more water I than water you're doing. Every, I water my containers every day Me right too. now. Oh, my gosh. You can't water them enough. No. And with this weekend, oh, yeah. la, la, just get get an intravenous uh, hose out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, you know, listen, you could still save those uh, dahlias, though. But, I mean, you might spray them with my spray, keep them as well watered as you can at the end of the year, dig them out and uh, either store them like you do or plant them out in the garden. And when you cut them down, cover them with fern fronds, and they'll they'll do so uh-huh. much better in the garden. Yeah, oh leave gosh. them in the ground. Yeah. That's yeah. where they want to be. That's where oh, they want to be. I used to do that. That's why I used to do that all the time. I had a bank that I just covered with them, but... Yeah, well, you're going to okay, have to then. do it again here. <laughs> listen, uh, all listen. Right, thank all right. You. So, Joanne, make sure you eat a lot of Brussels sprouts because you're going to need a lot of energy to transplant <laughs> all those dahlias. But good luck, Joanne. I do. I like like them. I just need to get rid of the blackberries. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, that could be a problem. But I hope you can because dahlias are so oh, good. They are really oh. showing off right Woo-hoo! now, and for flower arrangements. Okay. Well, hey, listen, just a reminder. So it's uh, next Tuesday is my big talk. The at, Bellevue uh, Botanical which Garden. I think it's going to be so fun. I am going to give away some incredibly cool plants. Yeah. And uh, Wells Medina, they contributed the plants that I get is, to give away. That is such a great nursery. I love, I love those them. guys. Swanson's gave me a big discount because of what I'm doing. So I. Uh, so you get your chance to win great plants, hear fun stories, and uh, answer my tough, tough garden stumper questions. So that's Tuesday. Link on the front page of Cisco.com to the Bellevue Botanical Garden. Sign up because you'll love being a member of the Bellevue Botanical Garden. It's great. It's a beautiful garden. So many different kinds of gardens there. And all kinds of events that we have yeah. there. Okay, well, go to Cisco.com. You can see all those events in the ring. Just click on the Bellevue Botanical Garden. All right, Brian, thanks. Welcome back, buddy. Okay, Nita Joe, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Cisco. I can't wait for Tuesday. Me too.
<laughs> hey, everybody, eat your Brussels sprouts. Get a good suntan. We'll see you Tuesday, I hope. Bye.